0: Hello again, lovely listeners, and welcome to the Refinement Not Retirement Show, the unique podcast that advocates refining your life, not retiring from it. Podcasting today from the beautiful Cotswolds village of Elmley Castle in the West Midlands region of England. This is Tony here again with my co-host, wife and life partner, christine christine and i consider ourselves to be in refinement not retirement say hi christine
1: good morning and i'd just like to say on this lovely day although i think some thunderstorms are about to come this afternoon to say a very happy birthday to our darling grandson saxon who is seven today and we'll be seeing him later on so um and uh and he'll be around tomorrow uh uh, when we, uh the coronation of the king, which is what I think we're about to speak about. Yes, And and he will be uh,
0: here uh, uh, in the morning. Happy birthday to Saxon. And um, of course, those are the sort of things that we are now having uh, quit our business. We are now able to spend more time on along with thinking about things. I, I find that the thinking time I now have, whereas I used to be investing so much time in thinking about my business, our business, and our clients, et cetera, et cetera, now I get to think about things and uh, really sort of also do some writing and sort out my thoughts on things. So the thing that uh, Christine and I said we were going to talk about today on this, the eve of the coronation of the new king, Charles III, uh, we want to sort of chat with you about what our respective positions are on uh, the coronation and indeed on the monarchy monarchy as a whole. Those of you who know me um, will know that I hold quite strong views that uh, we should get rid of the monarchy and I know that will probably upset a lot of people at this time but it is something that is very live in in the public mind so we thought it would be a nice thing to just uh, share with you how we both feel I don't think we necessarily feel in in entirely the same so I'm going to start by asking Christine if well whether she will be swearing allegiance to King Charles III uh, tomorrow as we are all being asked to do
1: oh well I I didn't know you were going to ask me that question but in answer to your question no I won't be
0: okay do you know do you know what the content of it is the the I don't okay no not
1: at all I'll okay. tell you,
0: because uh, I had to look it up because I didn't know. I mean, the whole thing seems rather daft to me. But uh, the but uh, this is what uh, these us subjects, even that saying that seems just so weird uh, in this day and age, uh, what we are being asked to uh, swear is as follows. I will pay true allegiance to your majesty and to your heirs and successors, according to law. So help me, God. So you've said that you're not going to be um, swearing that. Uh, Good on you, because I think there's so much wrong with that. (laughs) Well, yes,
1: now you've read it like that. Ah!
0: (laughs) I don't really know where to start. Um, But uh, I'm going to just, um, if I may, uh, I'm going to set out some thoughts on some uh, support for, or or rather my, the key sort of aspects of my arguments for abolishing the UK monarchy um, and uh, see what you think about those. So uh, I'm going to start by simply saying this. I I think that the coronation itself um, is an outdated and elitist uh, ceremony that really just symbol symbolises everything that, well, not everything, but a lot of things that are wrong with the uh, the U- the UK's archaic um, mon- monarchical system. Is that if that's the right word, right adjective? Um, and it seems to me that we need to move to a, a modern democratic system. And y- whatever the arguments are, and we can look at them for the monarchy. You, I don't know how you can, how anyone can argue that it's a democratic system. It's 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 not. It's the opposite of demo. It's an undemocratic system. It's no longer relevant in the society that we live in today. And this particular uh, ceremony that that we're, that um, most people I expect will be watching on their TVs is, is, you know, sort of steeped in in tradition and and ritual. And it just doesn't reflect the values and beliefs of the modern the modern world. And I think that you can see that when I you know when I read to Christine the what the allegiance what the king wants us to say in swearing allegiance to to him. Uh, I think that, that uh, it just goes to show you just sort of how uh, out of touch um, the whole concept is. Of course, it's 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 a it's it's costly. Uh, the the supporting of the uh, uh, of this huge institution and i'm not i have nothing against the actual people involved uh, i think the the queen was clearly a wonderful woman uh, i've got a lot of time for charles uh you know i i had a particular issue in my life uh, where i you know i i had occasion to write to him and i and i got a letter back. Uh, I don't know whether it was written by him personally, it looked as though it was signed by him personally. And it touched me, Um, I I sort of felt uh, that I I, I felt the humanity in him. Uh, So I have nothing against the individuals. But I, you know, I just think that this is, as I, as I've said, I just think it's, it's an elitist um, institution that really uh, perpetuates social inequality. Uh, you know just the idea of being required to, to to call someone Your Majesty or Your Highness. I mean, this, these things are, you know, they really grate on me. Um, you know, it's 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 clearly a symbol uh, of inherited privilege and wealth, which I think we should be moving completely away from. And it's the opposite of of the principles that we believe in nowadays of of a meritocracy. Uh, and uh, and equal opportunity for all um, the family, lovely people that they are, enjoy a very lavish, uh, lavishly, lavish lifestyle funded by the taxpayers. And at this time, particularly, we know that uh, many people are really struggling to make ends meet. Um the other thing you know we just, we uh, christian we went and saw blood brothers the other day which is a wonderful uh, wonderful musical uh, which you know very much uh, showcases the um, the class system the class divisions that we have between the two brothers the two blood brothers in the show um and you know the, the monarchy absolutely reinforce, reinforces client class, class um, div, divisions and and has this idea behind it that some people are born to rule uh while others are born to serve so i'm going to pause there because i've said some things and i really want not to dominate this narrative and i want to hear what christine has what christine because i really don't know what christine thinks uh about these things, so I'd like to hear what she has to say about some of the points that I've I've raised.
1: Okay, well, I I mean, there's nothing I I disagree with. Um, I think you know, tomorrow this weekend's uh, the coronation is, is 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 being paid for by us. I I I I, I agree that they have um, no choice in the matter. Who you're born into, uh, uh, like anybody in this in this world, so you didn't get to choose. What parents you got, and I didn't, and um, and uh, on the whole, we find that we have to live with, with with where we've landed in 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 the world, I guess, with the family, um, and uh, I, I think on the whole, one makes the best or tries to make the best of who, who you've been born into, because you can't get away from the fact, and so I think the royal family. Um, uh, you know, haven't known any, so I don't think it's their fault, you know, I don't think they've done anything wrong because that's just where they've landed and so there's always been the elders, the parents of the children being born into it, like the Charles being born to the Queen, um, you don't get a say in the matter um, of how you're going to be brought up and and, and, and what family you've been brought in, up into. So I'm, what, what I'm interested to know and I don't know how this would be done is who would make the decision to do away with the monarchy? What, what, who, who, gets to, who gets to say, right, let, let's have a sit down, um, King Charles um, and, and Queen Camilla, and now you're king. Um, we, we, there's been a vote taken, um, well, maybe that's the democracy side of it, a vote's been taken, and we want, we want to be rid of um, the royal family. How do, how do you feel about that? What do we do? I'm saying that, how do you feel about that to the royal family? I don't know whether they ever get questions. So can you answer me? Well, I
0: think that's a a very interesting question, uh, which I don't know that there's necessarily a constitutional answer to, uh, because I don't think the Constitution um, even contemplates there not being a monarch. I think quite the reverse. But I think that given that we live in a democracy, Uh, there would there would probably need to be a referendum as there was over brexit um and the um, i think that's the only way really that you could something as huge as this has to be put to the people um and if the people uh decided that um, then I think that the the, uh, the monarchy would be un- would be unsustainable after a vote that went against them. Uh, of course we can talk about what the what public opinion appears to be. Uh, but th- the point that you make about the, the, the royal family members not choosing, I th- to be there, uh, but it's just a matter of birth, I think is a very, very good one, because one of the other points that I would make as an argument for abolishing the monarchy is that it's actually bad for the members themselves. Um, you know, you've only got to think of the lives of people like Diana, um, who I mean, whose life was ruined by it, um, the Queen's sister, Margaret. Uh, we've now got the Harry and Meghan, and whatever you think about Harry and Meghan, and you know we have different views on that. The fact is they are victims, really, of of this archaic system. And think of the tragedy of two brothers that were very, very, very close, Harry and William. They are now that they are now probably probably for life irreconcilably in, in in a state where they can't reconcile because of and it's really all because of the fact. Well, all because of the institution. William is the is the born successor because he just happens to be the firstborn, and Harry is uh, uh, Harry is the spare. As he, you can tell by the name of his book how he feels about it. And you know the, 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 it, it's just to me, it's just such a shame. And for what? For all this pomp and ceremony. I heard um, Andrew Lloyd Webber being in, um, interviewed. And I, yes, love, that I love I love Andrew yeah I love Andrew yes. and and I love his music you know you you know that how much I enjoy playing his music and you know he was saying and he clearly is a big supporter of King Charles um and he was saying that well you know the thing about the cere- this uh, um coronation ceremony is that uh, we in the we in the uh, in, Eng- in the UK do these things this theater he called it this theater we do this theater better than anyone else well that may be so but i would say to that theater belongs in the theater Uh, and this is far more important than a theatrical production this whole concept is you know goes to the very root of our of our society another thing that i would say and then i'll let you comment and come back obviously the other thing is that the as part of this whole institution and the ceremony, the monarch, the king, is said to be anointed by God. That is intra, in, integral part of this whole thing. He's anointed by God. God is something. God is a concept I do not believe in. I find it very difficult to understand how people can come to the conclusion that a God exists given that all we, all that we now know can understand why in the olden times, you know, when we didn't understand things, how things worked, but uh, that I find very, very difficult to understand. He's also, as part of this whole thing, the head, not of all faiths, although he wants to sort of bend it that way as a, a, a you know, he wants to say it's all faiths and people of no faith, people like me. Uh, but th- that's really not what is in the, you know, the instructions in the in the book of law, as it were. He is head of the Church of England. He's not head of any other church. He's head of the Church of England. That's clearly non, non-inclusive non and clearly offends against the modern view of separation of church and state. So I think that's a very strong argument for, for abolishing the monarchy and creating a, you know, we are really a secular state. Uh, that treat and who have to be in order to treat all citizens equally and impartially, regardless of their religion or beliefs. So, I'll let you come in there.
1: Yeah, so, um, I, I, th- I think just sort of going back to this, 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 you know, this whole thing, I, I, I would, when you talk to people and just friends and family and the weekends and what people are putting on in the villages. I do you know I I don't think people give a, I really don't give, think a lot of people give a lot of serious thought um as you do um and I do some but nowhere near as much as you do and there are lots of people that are that are uh, you know very good deep thinkers um and I think that inevitably have to come up with the same conclusion as you so I think it's the non deep thinkers who 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 live a life um uh, or live in this country who just have any, want any excuse for celebration, um, and I don't. I don't mean that in a sort of flippant way. I think it's, you know, there are so many bad things that go on in so many people's lives that 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 make them down or miserable or need lifting up, or you know, the, the older generation in care homes or older people who haven't got relatives or people that are just. Coming to the end of their lives, and and some of them who even saw, you know, the Queen being, um, uh, I can't remember, I can't remember what year was she coronated fifty something. Fifty something,
0: yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, so
1: just just before I was born, I think fifty two. Does that sound?
0: Yeah, I right? think,
1: I, it does sound about um, right. So so there's obviously lots and lots of people, um, and you know, to see a second, um, um, what would you call it? Royal, I suppose. you <laughs> um monarch to, to be crowned is 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 something for the English people to feel proud of. Um, you know, even I start welling up and you know I'm a very emotional person, even though I don't know why I am sometimes because it's not affecting my life at all. But I, I feel I feel proud to be British. I feel proud to have a royal family and 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 when I say that, it's done with just shallowness, because when you say what you've said, I completely 100 percent agree. So I'm not quite sure why I am so proud. I just just I just feel um, I I don't and I don't think I've ever really got too het up about everything. You know, I mean, that the class system, when people go, well, you should all the taxes should go to this and you know, or everybody should, you know, we want pay rises All the, you know, everybody that wants pay rises. So the taxpayers should pay it, you know, tax the rich more. But I just, I just, I I don't want to spend my life. Um, and certainly not the, the last, you know, years of it sort of, you know, well, he's got more than I've got. She's got more than he's got. Why has he got this? Why has they got that? I, I just want to, you know, I'm here for a very short period of time and, if it isn't affecting my life to any particular extent, which I don't feel that it is, um, this weekend, um, yes, I know we're probably paying for it, but you know, I I I don't mind that. I, I well, because I don't think deeply enough. I just see uh, a gathering like seeing even when Charles married Diana. Of course, as we know, you said that was all terribly sad, and when you look into the sadness, he didn't even want to marry her and and that and he always loved camilla and so you're right yeah he was he
0: was required by the institution he
1: he was exactly and he didn't want
0: you know he 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 clearly loved camilla and that's what he wanted and so this whole this whole institution forced him into something that was unhealthy and really ultimately probably led to the death of diana but doesn't
1: but doesn't the institution of life do that with everybody? Yes, it, I mean, it's it it's, yes. ruins lots of people. You know, people can't get jobs. People, you know, the taxes, the the, the food. You know, we are living in a crisis. Um, it affects some people more than others. But there's never. I I, I mean. I, I, I can't imagine there's ever going to be equality. Well, not in my lifetime. No, maybe in we years can, down it's only life.
0: some... I agree with you. It's only something we can strive for because, after all, if you're married to a rich, rich parents, you're, you've got better life chances than if you weren't. But that's exactly. quite different than actually embedding in our society an extremely rich uh, family that gets its place in life, not through its merit, but simply because they were born on a certain day to a certain person, that that I yes. think is, is is quite different. So let anyway, let me move on with some of the other things which I which occur to me. Um, but you make some you you make some great points, and I. Uh, but you know, uh, I think a lot of that is because we were conditioned from birth. You know, I mean, I every dinner, my first dinners, I used to go to with my father. You know, there was always a toast to the Queen at the, you know, the end. You couldn't, I don't think, you couldn't smoke was, a cigar yeah, or watch whatever. Watch the Queen's and, speech. And yes. it was always got and all the, this dirgy uh, national anthem, and all that that sort of thing that we that we have. Um, it just becomes part of us. It's 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 sort of you know so conditioned into us. But let let's just deal with the because uh, you know you you mentioned about national pride that you have. Uh, so, you know, I would say about that, do you not think the French people have pride in, in in their country, they seem to have great pride in their in, you know, the fact that they are the opposite, they they got rid of their monarchy, because the monarchy was abusing them just as ours used to. Um, and they got rid of them and they are very very fiercely proud of the fact that they are that they are free from all that that they have their own national ident- identity and it doesn't require these trappings these ornaments uh that we have in the shape of the monarchy but let me just no do- but i
1: still just just on the french with that and i don't want to offend anybody but you know, but there also is a huge arrogance in that country, a huge arrogance Well, that's part of
0: that they have, that, that comes that, with
1: their but, own but arrogance. but that's yes. all
0: that, another word for arrogance is pride. I mean, you know, yes, maybe it's excessive pride, but th- that's fine. Uh, you know i I, I don't I, you know I, we all you and I love going to France, and I'm sure we're going to continue to love going to yes. France. And we love, you know, we love the interactions that we have with French people. They do not need this. And it does, and this, I'd like to to move on to talk about the big thing that's always thrown up: the monarchy brings in more money. Gosh, I mean, this is such to me is such a a flawed argument um, because the the French actually have more tourism than we do. <laughs> they yeah, still have well, their, yeah, they still have their palaces. I mean, Versailles is wonderful, isn't it? I mean, uh, you you know that you don't have to get rid of the of of these parts of our heritage buckingham palace windsor castle the rest of it you don't need to have this privileged family um being being funded by the taxpayer as well it, it i don't just do not believe the argument and it certainly can't be substantiated because you can never no. tell why a tourist has come <laughs> come here um you never get a straight answer to that
1: well i don't I, think they come as you're right and say i don't think they come or we're coming to see the Buckingham Palace I mean it, it'll yeah. be on the tourist list if you like of, yeah you and know, there are, and there are the many bus in London and quite apart Stratford from the on fact... Avon with Shakespeare and all absolutely.
0: sorts. absolutely and quite apart from the fact that you know there are there's also things like Stonehenge and all the I mean there's so many wonderful yeah. um historical MAM, Historic the british museum that's yeah. the gallery the lake districts loved by people the edinburgh festival fringe the roman baths the none of that yeah. have anything to do with the royal family and i i i don't believe it would affect tourism one iota uh, but i do think we should keep things like you know the buckingham palace and, and and all the rest of it and make them into museums and to this you know old fashioned institutions institution Um, What else can we talk about? Uh, You know, even if it were true that uh, they bought in more money, which I do not believe uh, than they cost. You know, I I think there's an ethical question as to whether we should be prioritizing profits from tourism over the principles of equality and social justice. you know, the, the, the monarchy, as we've discussed, perpetuates divisions based on class and heredity. And I don't think that that is. I don't think that that is right. So we've talked about France. Uh, So the next sort of question is what 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 kind of um, alternatives are there? Because, you know, you, you people say, well, what about a presidency? Well, I don't think you need a presidency anyway. I don't think you have to replace the monarch with the president. There are countries like Switzerland that don't do that, and they work perfectly. They they have a um, a system of direct democracy where people actually vote on issues directly. I, I think that. But they're much smaller, much aren't they? Uh,
1: yes, but the I don't. Well, I don't know. Can... I, I,
0: probably smaller. I'm sure, but uh, but I don't think that that. But we're not affects... that
1: big, I guess, are we? Really? Yeah,
0: no. And there's Germany. Germany is a parliamentary uh, republic. Um, it does have a federal. President, uh, but that uh, is, that person has very limited powers. Whereas you Spain. know the, mon- the monarchy has a king, doesn't it? The the monarchy, um just while I've had this thought in my mind, the, the monarchy does exercise uh political influence. I mean strong political yes. There's a there's an audience with the Prime Minister, I think weekly. I'm I'm pretty sure it's weekly, and obviously the the, uh, the king will have big um input. Uh, uh, there so but it's
1: unelected
0: uh, how is how can that be right in a right, so
1: his opinion to mean, so if yes. he says I don't like yes I don't like yeah, where I you, mean, you know
0: you know put so, up the- so I think that uh, you know this this I and I think sometimes somebody I heard on one of the um, conservative uh, radio programs talking about and saying well look you know we might end up with a president like Trump yeah but what's happening with Trump You know trump the people got rid of trump you know he's he's doing things in he's been doing things which are are clearly unlawful um and he's treating the courts with contempt at the moment but we're able to deal with that because he is subject to the law and he's feeling the full effect of that now do you know that the monarch is not subject to the law the monarch is above the law. No,
1: I know that. You can't yeah.
0: prosecute the monarch. How can that be right? I mean, you know, <laughs> you don't have to think about these things really for very long to realise that what we, that we're we're thinking of arguments for supporting this ornamental monarchy, um, and they're I think they're flawed arguments. You know that that. So,
1: question then: So, so if so, if King Charles killed somebody, mm-hmm. could he not go to prison? No, he can't he be could... pro- he can't be prosecuted.
0: Look, kings yeah. used to king, kings and queens used to kill people I know. all the time. I, well, I know they're I, I had
1: never thought. Of, I know, but I've never thought about it today. You know, if suddenly, you know, I don't know, but you know, with all the fuss going on with Andrew, I mean, blimey, I mean, and he's turned out, you know, to well, you, well, you at, know. make himself look like a silly old twit. But let's say he did something, you know. Um, no he uh, he can't uh, be prosecuted
0: it, it, i mean it would be a constitutional crisis if he did it yes, i'm sure but, yeah. but but you know we sh- i don't think we should be supporting that concept it just so offends against the whole idea of equality and egalitarianism and uh, democracy no, But so
1: it would be right fun with cheering and the carriage and well yeah uh,
0: if you like that kind of thing uh, the so <laughs> the the other thing is uh, you know one thing that I have to put my hands up to is that it it is certainly true uh, that the public public opinion appears to favor the monarchy. I think that needs testing, though, because, you know, public p- opinion polls are can be misleading. As we found out with Brexit right up to the vote, everybody said that the the uh, leave uh, the remain side were going to win, but you know, by some margin. Yes. And it took us, but because when people are actually asked to really consider these things, and you get the arguments, because I would be, you know, what side I would be on, and I would be putting the arguments, some of you know things I'm discussing today, I'd be putting those arguments out there, and I think people would come down uh, uh, on my surprisingly, side. Surprisingly, yes, surprisingly, I think, I think they so. would when they really, really had to uh, think, about, think about these things. But let's yeah. say that public opinion is is is. Um, you know, uh, let's say public opinion is in favour. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the morally right thing to do just because the majority of the public believe it. So, for instance, one example of that would be capital punishment. I'm against pap- pu- capital punishment. I think you are too. I am. Um, and yet, every time, we, you know, it, it seems that the public are in favour of it. Um, but Parliament is against it um you know so because i think probably members of parliament have, have, you know have heard all the arguments on 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 both sides and have come to a conclusion that it's not a great idea um and i think that as i've said i think that would be true of the monarchy but i think you know it's not it you know it's just not uh, uh necessarily the way we should decide these things uh, just on the basis of public opinion polls the arguments have to be out there they have to be litigated if if i can use that term and then people come to a considered decision we've talked about the alternatives and i'm moving fast because we are rapidly running out of time so uh, anything any thoughts you'd like to add in a in a in a couple of sentences
1: yes i was just going to say that if 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 it was brought to um Uh, to the vote as you said the fors and against and you know how they often say when making decision list the good things list the bad Um, and and your point about you know bringing a lot of money in um, I I think it would be quite hard to find enough reasons to keep them I I agree with you I don't not quite you know I think the, the usual one would be they bring enough money in I don't know what else they would bring what else would be a good argument to keep them um at okay. all um, well, other you. than well i like other than i like them <laughs>
0: okay that's fair enough not <laughs> there's nothing, I mean wrong any- with, ad- nothing wrong with nothing wrong with not just them.
1: me I, d- I meant anybody yeah. no no
0: you know? I, I i agree yeah. that but i'm going to wrap us up now so because okay. we're rapidly running out of our 30 minute slot so uh, from us, Christine and I, uh, you know, we, we would very much like to hear your opinions. Uh, I hope I haven't offended anybody with mine. Um, uh, they're sincerely, as I hope you can hear, they're sincerely held. Uh, there's no malice in them at all. Uh, I will be writing about this in perhaps a bit more detail on the blog, the companion blog that goes with this podcast. You can access it by going to www.tonycoe.com. You can go to our Facebook page um, in order to see some images that go along with our podcast. Christine's done a great job of putting some uh, images up of our most popular topic, probably Tickety Boo and our Narrowboat Experience. You can see uh, those pictures. We also have a YouTube channel, and you can see us actually recording these uh, live Uh, these podcasts uh, so anything that you can do to um, show your support liking, sharing, telling others um, if you like our content not if you don't like it obviously uh, but if you like the things that we're talking about we've got so many other topics to talk to you about we're going to be talking about pickleball our favourite sport very soon which is another life refinement uh, that we've loved but from now uh, I'm going to sign off and say that it's goodbye from me
1: and it's goodbye from me Thanks, everyone. Bye
0: -bye. Bye for now.
1: Bye.